Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Amanda Gates and as promised, I'm trying to upload as much content as I can each week just to keep you all happy and informed and of course healthy right? We're all stuck at home. Uh, Today, I'm sharing an impromptu interview that I did with Brittany Carmichael just a couple of days ago. Uh, She's actually, uh, she and I were scheduled to record in a couple of weeks, which we're going to do again. But just given everything that's going on and the craziness of, you know, this pandemic, I just thought it would be really fun to pop on here and chat with her. As I said on the show, just shoot the shit with her. Um, You know, just because she just launched uh, some new tarot cards. And FYI, if you want to see this interview, I also put it up on YouTube. If you'd like to see us and see the cards, you can hop on over there and see it uh, on the channel. But, um, you know, I just thought that it would be, she's so uplifting and her chi is amazing. Oh my God, y'all, I talk about cultivating your chi all the time. And this girl has some powerful chi. Like I tell her all the time how animated she is and her chi is just really strong and healthy and it's awesome. So just for that sake, I would say go over to YouTube and just check her out. Um, But I just thought it would be great to come on here and I had no real theme or purpose to the show, but I wanted to have her on so that we could talk about ways that you can shine at home, you know, stay sane, and of course, stay positive. I'm actually recording uh, with her again, like I said a minute ago, in a couple of weeks, and so I think it'll be really good because we'll be able to pick up where we left off, and since things are happening so quickly, you know, I record one of these shows and I'm trying to put them up within one or two days because if I record something, even if I, you know, record it and put it up a week later, so much has changed, (laughs) right? It's so crazy. So before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that I just completed this fantastic class slash workshop called Our Relationship to Clutter and How It Affects Feng Shui. And I actually, this is a class that I've been wanting to put together for a while. And I, you know, was putting it off and putting it off because I didn't have the time to do it. And, you know, it's so funny to me because it dawned on me about a week ago that this class, this idea has just been kind of parked and sitting there for a year now. And I was like, oh my God, this is the perfect time. So I always love to honor how things show up and the timing of everything because it always unfolds in divine timing. Y'all that know me know that my biggest pet peeve is when people associate clutter control as feng shui, like they think that's what feng shui is. And because feng shui is so much deeper than just clutter, I get a little annoyed when people say, oh my gosh, I clutter control all the time, so I have good feng shui. (laughs) So you may be saying to yourself, uh, 
then why the hell did you do this class, Amanda? Great question. So this is like no other class out there, of course, right? Because I did it. So rather than teach you a class on nuts and bolts of clutter control and how to get rid of it through, you know, analytical, logical means, I have put together a class based on the five elements. So you know how I constantly say, cultivate your chi, right? I say it again and again and again and again. (laughs) Well, guess what? If you're an element that tends to accumulate clutter regularly and your chi is out of whack, guess what? You're going to have lots of stuff and you're going to have lots of clutter. But how do you know if you're one of those? Well, you take the class. I've included a really great uh, quiz so that you can determine what your element is and, you know, just really teaching you uh, more of the fundamentals and the emotional, the energy side of why we accumulate in the first place. So this class teaches you how to attack clutter based on really valuable energy principles. And, you know, some people manage clutter and organization really easily. Hello, metal element. While others find it completely impossible. Hello, earth element. So no matter how you slice it, many of us have accumulated a lot of stuff. And, you know, we feel guilty and we feel shame. And, well, some of you feel apathetic about it. Hello, water element. So the thing is, is that we still all have clutter. So instead of looking at clutter from a place of shame and, you know, shoulds, coulds, woulds, we're going to look at it from a feng shui state of mind. And I want you to see how your relationship to it from an energy standpoint is really screwing up the opportunities that can come into your life and the joy that you're preventing. And so by learning this information, guess what? You can fix it. You can be proactive in getting rid of it. And um, it just kind of gives you these new ways to look at it. Like, huh, that's interesting. So it's super fun. I've done it in a way that I think will uh, make clutter a little bit more interesting and fun. And hey, you're at home and you got nothing better to do. And the best part is I'm running it for an introductory rate of only 29 bucks. Oh my God. How can you say no to that? I'm going to be doing that until the end of April. So if this is something you're interested in learning, head on over to my website, uh, interiorvibes.com, and there's a button right at the top of the homepage where you can learn more or purchase. So I think it's a super fun class, and I think you're going to really like it. And, um, you know, super cheap, 29 bucks. I think it'll be good for you. Alrighty. Today, Brittany and I are going to talk about ways that you can shine at home, tools to stay sane, especially if you're an extrovert, and how to maximize this time to heal, grow, and thrive. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey, girl. Welcome, everyone, to the show. I've got Brittany Carmichael on. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to shine some light here today. Yeah, so I'm super excited that you said yes. She and I are actually going to be, we were already planning, we've been planning this for, God, like, I feel like four or five months now, to come on the show, and I uh, texted her a couple days ago, and I was like, girl, we need to do this now. (laughs) So uh, she gracefully said yes, and I think that, you know, as lightworkers are, 
goal right now is just to try to help as many people as we can. And we were just joking before the show about how, you know, we've been screaming from the rooftops about it's coming, it's coming, and nobody's been listening, and we've been the crazy ones, and now we're totally calm, and everyone's freaking out. <laughs> so what are some things that you've been doing? You know, your whole mantra is this idea of shine, and I think it's such a perfect time to you know, be going inward and focusing on what does shine mean to you, but what are some things that you've been doing that have been working? Mm, lots and lots of orgasms, like a lot, like multiple a day. It's been great. No, seriously. And I, and I use this as a tool to connect women back to their power all the time. And during this downtime, when stress is at a high, anxiety, uncertainty, all of that, like why not get back into your body and feel good? Like we were given a pleasure center called the clit that has literally one job and it's to feel good. So why are we not tapping into the tools that we were naturally given to calm us the hell down. So orgasm is one. And, you know, thinking about like how, how what's going on is affecting my life currently, it's really not that different. Besides not, have, not being able to go to the salon for the first time in 13 years is a little weird to have someone tell me I can't go do something. So part of me is like, oh, I can't believe like they're telling me what to do. But the other half of me is like, oh my God, I've been praying to get out of the salon for years. Like it's time. So this has been a beautiful opportunity for me to explore what would my life look like without a salon attached to it. And a lot of the, my regular day-to-day routine hasn't changed. What has changed is logging onto social media to spread some light and to shine and seeing everyone losing their shit. Because when times of change happen, even if it's change that we've been asking for, we resist it. It's a natural human response to resist change, even good change and bad change. And if we can start looking for the silver lining, I think that is the first way that we uncover our shine is we go within and we ask ourselves, our soul, we put our power back into our, like, we're back into the power position of our life. And we ask ourselves, what good can come from this? And we start searching for those silver linings. That's how we are able to find the shine in some of the darkest days and the darkest experiences that we go through. So orgasms and then searching for the silver lining, asking yourself, how has this actually affected me? Is this negatively affecting me? And if so, what are some of the silver linings if if there's just one if you can focus on one positive thing in all situations it helps you to to raise your vibration a little bit so that you're not stuck in that feeling of victimhood i think a lot of us when we go when we drop into fear and anxiety we immediately become the victim of life and we lose our power so orgasms and asking ourselves what good can come from this helps me to find peace anytime crazy stuff is happening in my life so i you've stemmed a couple of questions in my head that, you know, I always like to like on my podcast and my videos, I always like to dial it back because, you know, you and I, I mean, we can go there. We can go into the fifth dimension. Hell, we could probably go to the seventh dimension and like we could lose everybody. So, uh, you know, I love the idea of, it's so funny that you mentioned orgasm. One of my dear friends, Marlene Cronin is a seer. And she was telling me last year that I spend far too much time out of my body. And she was saying that, you know, I tend to travel a lot, which I do. And she was actually saying, grounding isn't working, girlfriend. You need to like start having, you need to start getting into those orgasms to do that. So, you know, I think of, 
for some people can be quite taboo to think in those regards, but it does. It brings you back into your body and pleasure raises your vibration, which is, you know, really important right now. But one of the things that I wanted to dial back is, you know, some of the things that you were saying um, to really help with the anxiety is to find that silver lining. And so um, I can't put together a to-do list when I'm having an orgasm. So, you know, if we're talking about going inward, you and I know what that means, but you know, for the day-to-day -day people who aren't really in this world, what are some things that they can do? The idea of going inward, they may hear that and go, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't, you know, are you talking about meditation or, you know, and then if you mention meditation, they're like, oh, I can't do that, <laughs> you know? So what are some tools that you have that have helped people find that like tangible tools to find uh, ways to go inward and find that so-called silver lining? Yeah, you know, one of the reflective tools that I teach inside Shine School is journaling. And a lot of people resist that because they resist the truth. And when you go inward, that means you have to deal with your darkness. And a lot of people are not liking that right now because they're being forced to deal with their darkness by being stuck at home and they can't go out and entertain themselves or drink their problems away like they actually have to deal with them so journaling for me is one of those tools a tangible practical tactical tool that you can do to get out of your head because we can think all these crazy scenarios and stories but when we get it out of our head and onto paper it gives us like a higher perspective to kind of look and go wow how am i actually feeling right now and that's another thing that um a lot of us are are disconnected from is our feelings and as intuitive beings our feelings our emotions our energy and motion to try to get our attention to teach us something that's going on right and so when we're disconnected from our body then we're missing all of those emotions that are trying to come up and say hey i'm angry because something's unfair hey i'm afraid because of this or hey i'm happy because of this like we've completely disconnected so journaling is one of the ways to get outside of your mind and then ask yourself, like, how do I feel about this? And let your body respond, like actually open it up again. I know that when I was telling myself, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, and I was over 200 pounds, I disconnected my head and my body. I'm like, I don't even wanna be a part of that. So I wouldn't allow myself to feel. And not feeling my emotions, even the painful ones, means that I'm not feeling the pleasure ones as well. And so backing up to orgasming, one of the reasons why it's so powerful, like you said, is because you can't make a to-do list while you're having an orgasm. It brings you to the present moment. And in the present moment, that's where we find peace because when we look around, like take a, everyone take a moment, look around, do you see any bears? Do you see anything that's about to kill you? Probably not. So when we cultivate all of this anxiety and worry and stress, when we're visualizing a future with an outcome that we don't want, that's called worry. That's living in the future and planning to fail. And it's not even here. We're imagining it. And the problem with our body is that our body doesn't know the difference between what is imagined and what is real. So when we're sitting in our safe home with our food and our toilet paper, and we're imagining all these scary fucked up scenarios that are like, oh, they're so awful. The world is crumbling. Our body freaks out and goes, oh my God, we're dying. Holy crap. 
and sends you all this stress and cortisol and all these um, uh, hormones and stuff that cause you to freak out and you naturally start feeling anxious because you don't understand you don't know why but you're cultivating anxiety every time you project into the future what you don't want so what you need to do is come back into your body whether that's dancing or just like getting up and like moving your body if you're like orgasm I don't know like one, we need to have a deeper conversation. I always say you resist the thing you need the most. And if you're resisting orgasms, honey, like, whoa, you're missing out. <laughs> it's like what cultivates our creativity. You know what I mean? It's like the same energy that bursts a child, bursts ideas. So journaling is a tactical tool that you can use to start asking yourself, how do I feel if you've disconnected from your body? And it's a great way to get out of your brain because it's the stories that we tell ourselves that contribute to the life that we experience. So if we keep telling ourselves shitty stories, we're going to keep experiencing shitty scenarios. I agree 100%. And I, I love the idea that you brought up uh, the emotions because I agree. Um, many of the things that we have done to create these insane to-do lists and to be on our phone and technology and social media is distraction. It's distracting us and keeping us in denial because we don't want to confront the things that scare us the most. Mm -hmm. And so now being told to stay home, it's like, Oh my God, I feel things. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I without this job? Or, you know, and I know a lot of people are probably still on their technology, but it's like, you know, they don't know how to label themselves right now, which is very scary because they're really being thrown out of the box, which is the point of this time. We are going through a great awakening. And many of us woos have known, I've known about this for a decade now. I've mentioned this on my podcast where, you know, I started to get rumblings of this information about 2020 and everybody was talking about it. And so, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, panic at the disco. We're freaking out. This is unprecedented. Oh my God, there's no toilet paper. And like you said, we're getting so worked up and if everybody would just calm down, we're all one. So that collective all one consciousness, if everybody would think really positive, peaceful thoughts, it would calm down. It's just that they've actually proven um, in 2001 during the 9-11 attacks, because mass consciousness was all in fear, they were able to see a pattern in um, the algorithm of the code because everybody was thinking the same thoughts. So I think we have to remind ourselves of that, that we're doing exactly the same thing. So one of the things that you mentioned was this idea of vibration. So explain to people what the hell that means. And number two, most importantly, what are some things that we can do to raise it? Because that's exactly the whole point of this is we need to raise our vibration. All I can think of is vibrators. That's a vibration, honey. <laughs> like, get on it. Um, okay, so vibration. We are made of energy. Albert Einstein, a genius, not me, figured that out. He said energy can't be created or destroyed, and yet we are all made of energy. So, what we when we talk about energy, we have to think about like when we wake up in the morning, like on a scale of one to ten thinking about energy levels, like, man, I have all this energy, vibrancy, vitality, I can't 
wait to get up and like live life and I'm ready for whatever the world has to offer or are you like rolling out of bed slitting your freaking alarm clock like 80 times like oh I just don't know. I need a coffee I just don't have any energy for this like there's a lot of people with low energy right so this is what I'm talking about energy not in a woo-woo weird scientific anything like that we all experience different energy levels. And I have to share this because, you know, talking to some of my uh, close-minded family members, they're like, you're always talking about energy and vibration and manifestation. And I'm like, okay, let me use normal words, right? Like, do you wake up in the morning and have all this energy? You're ready to go run, work out and do this and like write 18 books? No, you don't have that? Okay, that means your energy is low, okay? Low vibration, right? And so I just wanted to bring that up as a reminder. Like we all experience levels, different levels of energy going up and down and up and down. Now, where the woo-woo part comes in is that we can consciously control our energy levels. And we don't have to do it through caffeine and coffee and soda and pills and all this other crap. We are generators of energy. And it's our job to turn on and tune into that frequency and say, you know what? I am a divine channel of love and light. Let's go with the high vibration, right? Joy, love, peace, harmony, all of this vibrates at a really high level. If you think about like a dog whistle, only dogs can hear that really high frequency. It's kind of like love. Love is at this really high frequency and it does so much power and contributes and can change so much, but it takes us to rise up to that occasion. And we do that by expressing and feeling experiences of love, joy, peace. And when we talk about raising our vibration, I'm not asking you to go from depressed to super fucking happy. That's an impossible jump. That's like saying, hey, can you lose 50 pounds tomorrow? The answer is no, because I've tried it. Okay. It took me a year <laughs> to lose that weight. So when I ask you to raise your vibration, I'm just asking you to reach for a little bit better feeling than you feel now. And this is going to go back to getting into your feelings. How do you feel right now? On a scale of one to 10, I use this all the time. This is the philosophy that my husband and I live by is the seven or above rule. I'm going to use it a little bit differently in rating our energy, but on a scale of one to 10, one being like, I'm so depressed. I don't want to wake up. I fucking hate life. I've been there. I know what that feels like. And on a scale of uh, up to 10 like I love life this is amazing I'm so glad to be here holy shit what good can happen today that's where I wake up every day now so did I go from a 1 to a 10 overnight good god no I have to explore my darkness and that required a lot of courage it required a lot of healing and opening up past pains to realize that all I needed was to take the lesson and the growth from those experiences and to move into a more empowered version without that pain of the past. So when I ask you to raise your vibration or your frequency, I'm asking you to reach for a little bit better feeling. So if you're feeling like shit today, like ask yourself, well, what would be one thing that would help me feel just a little bit better? Maybe that's like going outside and playing. Maybe that's ripping up your to-do list. Maybe that's having an orgasm. Like what is one little thing that you can do that makes you feel just a little bit better? And that's all I'm asking you to do. And the more you reach for a little bit better, a little bit better, you ease your way up that scale and eventually you find a new normal. Because again, it's how we're choosing to show up, respond, the stories that we're telling ourselves. And we can take control and responsibility not, I'm not saying that we can control everything in our life. I can't control the coronavirus or I can't control that my mom had a stroke, but I can control the way that I respond with any given attitude. And when I choose to look for the silver lining, that helps me stay in a state of joy to keep my vibration high. Even when my grandma dies, even when my salon gets closed, even when shit gets hard. 
you can still choose to find the joy in any moment, despite it being painful. There's a lot of stuff that we could focus on that sucks. Okay. We could stay in a, I could be depressed real good. I could be a pro at it <laughs> for real. Like I, I'm so sad by so many things that's happening on this planet. You know what I mean? Let's talk about animal murder. Sad. Human trafficking, sad. Like we could be so depressed, Trump, sad, okay? Like we could be so freaking depressed. It's so easy to tune into that state, but it takes courage and, and I don't know, just a choice to just say, you know what, I've suffered enough and I'm done with suffering. I'm gonna choose again and I'm gonna choose joy this time. I think that's great. It's, it's really an example of being proactive rather than reactive. And mm -hmm. I wanted to bring back your idea of the journaling because I think that's such a valuable tool. One of the things that I always recommend to my own clients is, you know, sometimes when you mention journaling, they're like, ah, I don't, you know, I don't like <laughs> that. So yeah. what I always recommend is um, joy journaling. So looking for, you know, the joys that you had for that day. So I like to do it at night. Some people like to do it in the morning, but I actually did, just did a podcast about this where I was talking about how literally being, you know, excited that you have a writing utensil that allows you to put your thoughts down or, you know, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but, you know, tools that we can utilize uh, to make our lives better, you know, just the little things. And um, we were getting really crazy on the show, like, you know, being able to have a fork to eat a salad, you know, like little things that we... Somebody invented that. That was an idea somebody had. And, they, and now that I've made a physical product, product it ain't easy okay it is not easy to take an idea and get it out into the physical world what we don't realize sorry to jump in but what we don't realize is literally everything that we see in the physical was somebody's ideas somebody's idea the books behind you the table like literally everything was thought up and created and that just shows us that we are super creative beings and that we have so much to contribute but when we're in our way and we're stuck in worry and self-doubt we don't tap into the tools that we naturally have our creativity our intuition to give us that guidance on like hey you know your purpose the reason why you showed up here you want to follow it you want to do you want to play along and when we're stuck in worry we're not at a, a frequency our brain can only access into intuition in levels of alpha or theta or higher but traditionally we're all sitting at a beta brainwave state that's what we're in all the time like 99.9 percent .9 of people are typically in a beta brainwave state and in that frequency we cannot it's like the dog whistle we cannot hear our intuition because our intuition comes in on a higher vibrating channel and we can only raise our vibration by relaxing and tuning in to those peaceful and loving uh, emotions. And again, it's not the emotion that makes our, our, our vibrations high. It's what we're consciously intending with our thoughts and our feelings. Yeah. And that's what I, I love about, you know, this word gratitude has been thrown around a lot. I know Oprah started this. And so, you know, I think a lot of people disregard it because it's too simple or it's something that they've already heard and it doesn't sound revolutionary. But when you can really sit there um, my girlfriends and I were doing this over a fork and we were cracking up because you're right. I mean, somebody, you know, we, you know, if you think about third world countries and the things that they don't have and, and we're, we are such a country of elitism and we have so much and so much abundance and we take for granted the simple things. And so even though we may not have been in a, a real place of gratitude, we were hysterically laughing. I mean, it was bringing us so much joy to think about, you know, we can eat a salad, you know, without our hands because we have these things called forks. And, 
that too, being able to get into a place of laughter, um, yeah. and, and feeling the, the gratitude that, you know, you do have a roof over your head, you're going to be okay, that yes. you have food in the still breathing. You're still breathing and, yeah. you know, you have amazing family or neighbors or, you know, people that surround you. There's so many things that you can be grateful for and you can feel the difference. I always talk about this, um, cultivating your chi, you know, I always tell you, Brittany, like how animated your chi is and you're always, you know, moving and shaking. And I love that because it expresses your chi. Your chi is very strong and healthy. And like you said, a lot of people are like always like, you know, really slumped yeah. over and they're just miserable. And we were talking about before the show, how we've been conditioned to believe that, you know, we should be constantly negative and we should default to all the bad things that are going on in our life. And, and the news and TV and the consumption of a lot of the material that's out there just furthers that and promotes that. And so we default to that. So I think that journaling is a great way or doing the joys of your life, the gratitudes of your life, even if it's just a couple of things, because you can feel the difference. You can feel the alteration of, man, that really made me happy. Or wow, this really cool thing. And then what I find is it's kind of like Pavlov's dogs where you're like, ooh, that was really cool. I'm going to put that in my journal tonight. You start yeah. to seek it, which is where you get out of that beta brainwave, which for people who are watching, the beta brainwaves are very frenetic. They move very, very quickly. And in order to tap into your intuition and to get into those elevated states, you have to be at least an alpha. And for you to be there, you got to calm the fuck down. <laughs> you got to slow down. <laughs> so, well, you I mean, know, speaking of like resistance to journaling, I, I'm, I'm a hairdresser by trade and a wizard by night. Okay. So I spent years standing behind the chair asking women like how, you know, what are ways that you love yourself? How do you practice self-care? And I started asking all these questions to figure out like, how do I help women take better care of themselves? Cause it's not in the hair. It's not in the highlights. Like I'm making beautiful hair and you're still choosing not to love yourself. Like there's gotta be something else. And so I went on a deeper discovery to figure that out. And one of the lessons in, in module one of shine school is journal it out. And the reason why I put it in module one is because I had a client sit in my chair and she's like, Ugh, no journaling. I hate journaling. I don't, I would never want to do that in your course. And I was like, mm, module one, you got it. Because again, we resist those things. And, and another part, so all of the cards out of the shine from the inside Oracle that we'll share in a minute are lessons from shine school. And one of the lessons is attitude of gratitude because it does raise their frequency. And it reminds us that like, Hey, we are abundant. We are blessed. There's always something to be grateful for. And I actually want to, I feel like there's a message that I wrote in this guidebook that needs to be shared right now. And so I feel called to like share a little snippet out of the um, gratitude yeah, rampage from the gratitude rampage card. So I call it going on a gratitude rampage where you just like start listing like all the things like I'm so grateful for this, 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 this. And like, it just reminds you like, oh my God, there is so much to be grateful for and that I am abundantly blessed. So um, this is, this is out of the guidebook. This is called gratitude rampage and it says list 10 things that you're thankful for. Every moment has something to be grateful for. If you can find it to appreciate means to make more of, in other words, what you focus on expands. Gratitude is the potent magic power for manifesting more of what you want in your life. If you're constantly focusing on what goes wrong or what you don't like, then by law of attraction, you begin to attract more experiences that cause those negative feelings. The same goes for gratitude. So keeping a regular practice of thankfulness continues the supply of awesomeness. It takes more than just saying thank you to activate the manifesting magic. 
When going on a gratitude rampage, make sure you feel it with every ounce of your emotional being, the joy that is on your list, for the thing on your list. Get into the habit of saying thank you for the small things in your life. Keep a journal by your bedside and spend a few minutes each night going on a gratitude rampage and notice all the blessings that begin to pour in. And then the affirmation is, I am thankful for all the things in my life and I am open to receiving more. Mm. Amen. Just seems right for this conversation. Like it, you can focus on the fact that you've been laid off or that your mom is sick or whatever the case may be. We all have that like negative list, like lay it on me. Like we all have that prayer list. Okay. But when we have the gratitude list, it balances out so that we're not just like blunt and tanked our energy because we've so focused on all the things that drain us. We have to balance it out by bringing joy into the equation because there is so much that we can be grateful for, but we've taken it for granted. Which in feng shui is the perfect yin yang. Um, and I, I think that what is so great about all of this is that um, you mentioned the law of attraction, which most people are familiar with. But if you do constantly default to the negative, you're just attracting more of that negative in. Where, just to prove that you're right. Right. And, right. and the thing <laughs> is, is, what I think is so beautiful is uh, when you get out of beta and into alpha and you open yourself up opportunity and possibility and you're open to receive like I, you know I always with my own clients they always say well now what what's gonna happen I have no fucking clue like it's gonna unfold as the university is fit and so when you're open in that way you open yourself up to synchronicity yes. and so when I uh, Brittany and I started talking she had announced that she was gonna be doing these cards last fall and I was like girlfriend you need to come on the show we need to talk about this and this was before all of this nonsense blew up talk about divine timing right so this is uh, the card deck that she has created and inside I think is beautiful you are meant to shine and I got this and she put it in this really sparkly package and I was so distracted like a damn squirrel I was like oh my god it's so sparkly and pretty and ultimately my finger to you know like which this is synchronicity my fingers were flubbing and i think it was because i was distracted i was excited you know i was all of the, those you're really, high vibing <laughs> totally and i was like my energy was like oh my god and so the cards fell out of the box and only one flipped upside down and it was practice feng shui, create a sacred space. Hello, synchronicity. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it was just such a magical, I think when you really open yourself up to receive and, and you do slow down and, and, you know, kind of park that worry to the best of your ability, there's going to be moments where you're going to freak out and that is okay. Allow that to come through, yes. honor it, recognize it, journal about it, think about it, whatever you need to do, let it go. That's yeah. the thing is a lot of people just hit it on repeat. And so what I think is really great about this deck is one, it's beautiful. It's very well thought out, but it's a tool. So just let the audience know what was your inspiration behind creating this and what is your greatest hope for this deck? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking because my greatest hope is actually starting to happen. So I, I'll share that with you. So the inspiration behind the deck was twofold. One, I picked up some tarot cards about seven or eight years ago because I went to a medium who told me I had the gift and I should start practicing. And I knew what she meant, but I was also kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And I bought the cards and I have not put them down, not one day. 
I love them. I'm obsessed. And it's taught me that I can trust my own intuition because the cards are just external mirrors and confirmation to what you're already feeling deep inside. So when you're saying like, man, I really should be eating clean and, and focusing on my wellness and you pull a card that says like, nourish your body with high-fiving energy, you're like, oh, I knew that. I've been ignoring it. And so for me, my intention behind it was to just remind people that they already have that intuitive power, but the cards will act as that external reflection just to remind you that you already know the truth. Now, each one of the cards is a lesson out of my online course called Shine School, where I teach you to own your authentic self and go after your wild and crazy dreams to have the confidence and courage it takes to manifest a life that you want to live instead of living for someone else i'm going to teach you how to take off all the masks in there and so i i made this course with the with the hope that all women anyone with a vagina would buy this course and their lives would change and they would put themselves first and they'd stop people pleasing they take off the mask and they'd stop burning out and feeling resentful when they don't have any more to give and serve because all of us empath light workers we're here to serve we want to we love it but when we don't serve ourselves first, we burn out. And that's what happened to my mom in 2012. She had a massive stroke that paralyzed her because she was busy taking care of everyone but herself. And so I thought by making this course that it would inspire all women to love themselves. And I was fucking wrong. And it's so sad that I was wrong because I realized that women don't take the time to invest in their self-care. And so I thought, well, how can I make it even simpler? I made this course, I filmed all these videos, I gave you literally all the answers to love yourself and you still won't take that step. So I'm like, okay, let's back up. Let's meet them where they're at. I love woo-woo things. I love Oracle and Tarot cards and I have wisdom to share with women and I want them to commit to their self-care rituals. So I combine my love of woo-woo and all the wisdom that I share inside of Shine School into this Oracle deck so that women would be more inspired and inclined to pick up the pretty card deck and pull a card and say, what do I need for today? What does my soul need? And I'll be damned. It's actually working because I've had multiple people message me, hey, I pulled a card every day this week and it said this and it was so right and in alignment with what I said. I'm like, it's working. <laughs> like the whole Yay. intention my hope for the deck is that women will pick up this thing and ask themselves what do they fucking need every single day because self-care isn't something to do when you've had a stroke and you're about to die self-care is something that you do every day when you wake up and you're alive and you have that privilege to keep breathing and to keep serving and you ask yourself what do i need so that i can show up and do my part and those cards are the exact exact thing that I made to help women get over that hurdle of just like, what do I need? It's a simple fucking question, yet not many women are asking themselves that. And so this deck is designed to help you ask yourself that question and to commit to your self-care rituals. Because I figured a pretty sparkly, shiny deck would probably make people pick it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I and was if you pick it up I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a Libra, so I love to make things beautiful. But more importantly, it's, it's more than a beautiful deck. It will change your fucking life if you just show up and you commit to the wisdom that is already within you. These cards are just a reminder. I think it's great. And I think it's such a great tool. Um, it couldn't have launched at a more perfect time. I mean, the time I'm sure that you probably were had moments of frustration or maybe there were delays and things going wrong. And it's such a great example, you know, just kind of watching your journey on, on social media as best as I could. I, I, I was busy, um, you know, but I think that it was so great. Every time you had a hurdle, I was going, huh, isn't that interesting? I wonder the universe has something really big for her. The universe is, you know, and so I think it's such a great lesson. Um, 
You know, like Garth Brooks said, sometimes God's greatest, greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. And it's like, you know, when you're running into those hurdles and when you're facing roadblocks and things aren't going your way, that's when you really have to take a step back and go, wait a minute, you know, the universe knows what's best for me. And so, you know, I think it was just, I know that your cards, I think were supposed to come out last fall and they didn't. And so here they are, now they're available and it's like the perfect timing. You know, something you said about the Garth Brooks quote, I immediately heard, no, all prayers are answered. They're just not to our expectations sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's it. Actually, yesterday I had a memory pop up on Facebook from one year ago that said, my cards are coming summer 2019. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. There was, it was frustrating as hell sometimes. And I remember being halfway through the guidebook and going, oh my God, I only wrote, I've only written half of it. I'm done. I quit. Like, this is too much. And like any good goal or project, you're going to want to quit 18 times, but it's the ones that don't and get back up. And, and something you said earlier about feeling the anxiety and the fear. I'm not asking you to not feel that. I'm just asking you to not wallow in it for a long time. And so I felt the feelings. I was frustrated. I stomped my feet like a little kid. That's one of my favorite moves to get like frustration out of my body is I literally stop and I like pout and I'm like, man, like, and I make a bunch of noises and I just get the energy out. And then my husband's like, you good? I'm like, oh, I feel so much better now because we hold it in. And so I moved through those emotions really quickly. Yes, I did experience them just like everyone's going to when they're trying to create a project or birth something, you know, it's super frustrating. But with the, the higher knowledge and the perspective that I live my life by, that all things are in divine timing, I just, I surrendered. I, okay, maybe it'll be, about, be out by my birthday. Nope. All right. Maybe by Christmas. Nope. Maybe by coronavirus. Okay. You know, like there's a reason. And like you said, we need now more than ever tools to help us tap back into our own natural wisdom. And this deck is absolutely one of those things to help you connect with your intuition. And I'm, I don't, I'm not mad about it. it. This idea, this Oracle deck idea started almost three years ago. So, um, it, patience is required for all things in life. It takes nine months to, to make a baby. It's not overnight. It took me, you know, a year to lose 50, 75 pounds, you know, like things don't happen overnight. So I think cultivating patience and trusting like divine timing, um, will save you a lot of unnecessary stress. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just, I, I wanted to mention that because I just thought it was a great reminder. You know, we've gotten uh, so accustomed to seeing things on social media where other people's lives look so perfect and everything is so amazing. And it's like, you're sitting there going, but you know, I can't get my thing out or my thing isn't working or I'm not getting the same results. And you have to know that there's a greater plan, just like the coronavirus. <laughs> there is a bigger plan going oh. on. And I think what's really great about the deck is that it reminds us to go inward, which we were talking about at the top of the show. You know, if you were saying to yourself, what the hell does that mean? It's using tools like this. Um, I think we have been so conditioned to seek external help, to buy one more online course, to buy more books, to get fit, to eat better, to, you know, just keep going, going, going when the answer is within. And it's the same thing that I always say with feng shui. So often we look to those external things when literally the answer is right under your roof. So, you know, start at home, which we're all stuck at home. So what should we be doing? We should be playing with our cards. We should be playing with yes, our tools. And orgasm. <laughs> and having your orgasms. But I think what's great about this too is that uh, simultaneously you can be utilizing these and you can use your journal 
And what you do is you start to get to know yourself and you get to know your higher self and you start to see a pattern unfold. And then lo and behold, you start to open yourself up to those synchronicities and you're like, holy shit, I wrote that down. I got that answer and I knew it. And you start to get that validation, which you're like, it becomes addicting. You're like, oh my God, the software is literally within me and I never knew. So this silence, this reprieve that we're experiencing right now is truly a divine gift for us to kind of, like you said, step outside of that bullshit and really step into our authenticity and utilize something like this to tap into that. This is a great gateway drug. <laughs> the best drug ever, self-love. <laughs> self-love. So... Brittany is actually going to be coming back on the show in a couple of weeks. We're going to pick back up. But what I would love to do, Brittany, is if you would sign us out maybe with one or three or however many cards you uh, feel necessary, um, pull us a couple of cards to send us off with to get us um, kind of started on our journey to shine. Yeah, I would love to. You, Me pull or you pull? You pull and let's do it. Okay, I'll pull. All right. So one of the things I always teach in like clearing your deck um, is just to take your non-dominant hand, hold your card and knock on it. I feel like for some reason I'm supposed to clear the deck <laughs> for this reading. Just I've been using these cards a lot, doing a lot of readings and it's already, they're already flipping over. Oh my God. Commit to your self-care rituals. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is one of the first cards that we created because when it comes to self-love, self it's called self-love, self-worth, self-care. Not your mama, not your boyfriend, not your husband, not your dog, okay? No one can do it for you. And so you have to fill your cup. You have to take responsibility, especially if you're the healer and the nurturer in your community, in your family, in your group. If you're busy taking care of everyone else, are they going to take care of you? Hell to the no. So you have to commit to your self-care rituals by doing the things that you need most. And hey, orgasm is definitely on this list. <laughs> Love it. All right. I'll pull two more because I usually pull three cards on Wednesday uh, for the weekly reading. So it just feels right. Plus feng shui. Come on. <laughs> one, one or three, not two. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next card. Your soul whispers love and your ego shouts fear. Ah. So this is similar to what we were talking about, the beta and alpha brainwave states. Our ego is screaming at us in beta brain, like, you're not good enough, you're fat, you are stupid, you're poor, you're never going to get a job again, you're never going to be lovable. And it may be your mom's voice, your dad's voice, your boyfriend's voice, it may be your own voice, you don't know. But it's important for you to start listening. Whose voice is that and where is it coming from? When my ego is talking to me, I can feel it in my brain, like in my head. She's like up in here. But when my soul whispers love, I feel it from a deeper space, like from my heart, like hmm, it feels right. It's nurturing. It's loving. It's peaceful. And sometimes it's a little scary because it's asking, it's asking me to change. And um, when we're being nudged outside of our comfort zone, it can feel really scary. And so we have to trust that when we're being yelled at on the inside, it's typically out of fear. And when we're being guided by love and our soul, it's typically a gentle push in the direction we've been resisting that we've been also asking for. And you often know, but you've been resisting it. 
Correct. <laughs> you then fall back on the ego and you're like, well, the reason why I'm not going to follow that guy exactly. is that I know. <laughs> because my ego's loud and she mean and I'm going to listen to her because she won't shut up. So it's not about uh, defriending your <laughs> inner mean girl. It's just about understanding her and figuring out why is she speaking to me like that? I didn't realize that I was calling myself fat all the time because when I was eight, my uncle called me Brickney and gave me this label that made me think that I was fat as a child. And so for my entire, the rest of my life until, I don't know, seven years ago, I finally realized like, oh my God, I thought I was fat this whole time because my fat uncle, today he's fat, like he called me Brittany. And that shitty label defined how I thought about myself. And I believe that to be true for decades mm. until I finally looked within and realized, oh my God, that label was given to me by someone else and I allowed it. So yeah. that's how we take back our responsibility is we have to, even though other people harm us, even though we are treated poorly or called a whore or bat, a bitch or fat or slut or whatever it is that you've been called, like it is still your responsibility to accept or deny that. And so many of us accept it to be true because yeah. we're so used to taking those limiting labels and going, oh, well, you don't like me. Okay, let's just add to the list. Yeah. But one of the lessons, one of the cards is remove the limiting labels you're wearing because labels just put you in a box and you can't fit a star in a square shaped box. Okay. Love right, it. One, one more card. We'll see what comes up. Literally half of them are on the floor. They just jumped out of my lap. Oh, there. Ah! <laughs> Who's that? Sparkle. Oh, how funny is that? So here's my own personal portrait and it says show off your sparkle and shine from the inside. If that couldn't be more of a perfect message right now, like, listen, we have the ability to show up and be the light during a time of darkness. And it takes a conscious choice. It doesn't, you don't need a degree from a college. You don't need to have any kind of special skills or talents. You just need to have the willingness and the love in your heart and show up. And when you show up, you shine from the inside because listen, you could be the most beautiful, technically beautiful person, like cover on a magazine, but if they don't have that love in their heart, if they're constantly talking shit about themselves, if they're spewing negativity, they are not beautiful. There's a no shine coming from that. Even though they can look beautiful and wear the clothes and lipstick, what makes a woman or a person truly beautiful, how they actually shine from the inside is when they stop beating themselves up and they show up with just that pure intention of love and presence. And that is what truly makes you shine. So this is a great reminder. Take care of you, do you, listen to you, you know, like whatever you got to do to take care of you, you finally have the time. We finally have the time. Oh my God. How many, of, how many of us have been saying, I don't have enough time for X, Y, Z. I don't have enough time. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I've yeah. got 18 jobs. Okay. So having one of them shut down is great right now for me. A lot of you don't have 18 jobs. So use this time to start thinking about, well, if my job is dependent on some corporation that could shut me down and doesn't give a shit about me, they're going to kick me off that corporate ladder. The second it starts to wobble, then I need to take responsibility for showing up and being in control of my finances. And I promise you, I don't care who you are. You have a talent, a skill, something to contribute that is worth charging a fee for so you can go into business for yourself i don't care if you sew knit cook sing dance play just you're a good listening ear there you have some kind of talent and skill within you that can help to serve and create an impact and an income 
So Amen. I'm just saying, go after your, like now's the time to start exploring your passions and like, yes. how can I start making in a new way? Because if this was so ripped away from me that quickly, like they don't have my back. Like we have to take responsibility. Um, and I think now's is the perfect time for that. We're really starting to see that. I, I think a lot of people, I'm seeing so much creativity for people of, uh, being stuck at home, like ways that they can connect with people and ways that they can, you know, shift and change their businesses. So I think it's perfect for that. Um, I, I uh, definitely want everyone to, I know you have said this is on Amazon. Where else can they find you and find uh, the deck? Yep. Great question. So you can find the deck by going to shinefromtheinsideoracle.com. Yes, it is available on Amazon, but you'll get a bunch of free downloadable goodies when you go through my website. There's a self-love meditation, and there's even access to module one of Shine School. And in Shine School, we have the lovely Amanda giving an interview all about feng shui and how you can use that in your life. And they, those interviews have been so helpful to, to shine a light on different areas because we don't realize that the feng shui of our home contributes to the way that we feel. And if we're gonna be stuck at home, we need to do some spring cleaning, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you can you can get the oracle there and right now amazon is not shipping over the border because of this situation so since i'm at home i am personally mailing decks to any international babe that is interested in the shine from the inside so if that is you and you can't get it through amazon because you're over the border then shoot me a dm and i will personally mail you one just to kind of help out during this time you can also find me on instagram at the world by brit and you can find me hanging out in my private facebook community called Hashtag shine tribe sisterhood and this is where I show up every single day shining light bringing empowerment and inspiration to help connect more like-minded woo-woos women around the world so that we can tune into love and peace and joy and hey bring the hippie culture back to this planet because we need more peaceful warriors out there yes I love it well thank you for saying yes to this like I said uh, Brittany and I are going to collaborate again in a couple of weeks we figure the more light that we can shine on all of you the better so thank you for joining us today and joining us on shining more light on everybody and hopefully helping people calm down and giving you the tools that you need um, and be sure to look I'm gonna be putting this up on the podcast and also on the YouTube channel so be sure to check out both of those and connect with my myself and Brittany. Thanks, Brittany. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Amanda. Adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. A beautiful quote by Emerson. I hope each and every one of you have enjoyed this show. I hope that uh, me doing several shows a week are uplifting you and helping you. Um, I think that this is a glorious time for us to hit that reset button and, you know, just really enjoy the peace and quiet and a new sense of stability. Um, I think that by living in this way where we're being forced to slow down, it really allows us to take a step back and see where things may be a little out of balance. So great way to get smart about cultivating your chi, right? FYI, my new course, my clutter course, it is called Our Relationship to Clutter and How It Affects Your Feng Shui is now available for purchase. And it's only 29 bucks, y'all. So head on over to the website, interiorvibes.com, and there's a button at the top of the homepage where you can learn more and purchase. If you'd like to learn more about me or sign up for a floor plan reading, you can head on over to the website, also interiorvibes.com. Check out the YouTube channel, 
Our interview today that Brittany and I did is up on YouTube. So if you'd like to see the cards and see Brittany's amazing chi, oh my God, she has the greatest chi ever. Uh, if you want to see that, head on over to the YouTube channel. And if you like the show, be sure to head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. It helps uh, get the show in a higher ranking so that people see it and can find it. And we want to help as many people as we can, right? All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.